When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sports Airbus New Orleans Pelicans podcast. I am your host, Lyle Swithenbank. This is a sportsethos.com presentation. You can follow us on Twitter at Lyle Swithenbank at Ethos Pelicans. Uh, if you've got time, go and give us a rate and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening from Spotify, uh, Audible, all those fun places that you may be joining us from, from all over the world. It is, um, it's lovely to see the audience. I get to see where people listen in from and, and we're listening from all over. So welcome a a truly, um, widespread global fandom indeed. Um, also uh, just like a public service announcement. If you feel like you enjoy this show, one favour I ask, and I don't usually ask for much, but um, if you can head over to my Twitter and go and vote for the Sports Ethos New Orleans Pelicans podcast on the Australian Podcast Awards uh, listener's choice, that would be honestly amazing. It doesn't take long, it takes about 30 seconds, and um, yeah, if you want to go and do that for us, uh, you just type in the name of the podcast and and uh, fill in the details and, and you give us a vote. And while, you know, there's some great podcasts out there in Australia, it, uh, it's nice to be able to to uh, get your name out there a little bit and continue to grow the show. And uh, again, your support is why we keep doing this. So we appreciate that. And uh, yeah, if you can if you can run over there and do that for us after you finish listening to this, of course, don't, don't try to multitask. We, we've got a big show today. So um, with that being said... Let's get to the Pelicans. The Pelicans end the road trip. The last time they slept in their bed, 26 October. It's a while away. Uh, they, you know, we they had that one home game uh, where they had to go and grab some um, some socks and jocks and have a quick rinse and feed the dogs and, and the like and then head straight back out on the road. Uh, they're finally heading home for a six-game homestand, the longest homestand of the year. Uh, and a great opportunity for us to um, really start improving on that roster while sleeping in our own beds. Uh, if you can win four to six of those, I mean, gosh, it puts us in a really good position. But I digress. The Pelicans finished the road trip in Chicago, freezing cold Chicago. The uh, Apparently the city of broad shoulders is something that Joel Myers said in the, in the broadcast. I don't know what that means, but what a terrible, terrible catchphrase. But anyway... 
Uh, the Pelicans win by 100... Well, by four points. 115 to 111. And honestly, it was... It was just a bizarre game. Uh, great result. I'll never, ever besmirch a win. Uh, you you got to win those ugly ones, as we know. But interesting sort of game... Indeed. No Larry Nance. He's out with a hyperextended knee and hopefully uh, will be good to go for the next game. they got Portland on the second night of a back-to-back, which is just fantastic for our scheduling. But, uh, you know, that, uh, and they've been on a bit of a tear. So that's going to be a test in itself. But, again, we'll get to that in a second. Um, it was a tale of two halves. First half, the starters just could not get anything going at all. The bench carried us behind Jose uh, Billy Hernan Gomez got some minutes in Larry's absence. He was okay. Um, Devonte Graham, Najee Marshall, Trey Murphy, those guys came on and really had to uh, steer the ship behind um, a lackadaisical start again from that the uh, Lamborghini starting five. You know, the, the apparently the best in the in the league. Well, I don't know what's going on with them because they've been uh, they've been woeful in first quarters to start. Uh, Fun stat, in the first half, CJ McCollum had seven field goal attempts uh, and Brandon Ingram and Zion combined for five. So anyway, let's chew on that and I'll get to that in a minute. Uh, The starters were were woeful in that first half and every time something was working, we then went away from it, which I just thought was interesting. Um, Again, this is not an angry podcast, it's a happy podcast, but it's confusing um, and we like to unpack the the, the games as they were. We had Jonas Valanciunas. He was absolutely torching Nick Vucevic. He, he was giving him the business. And every time he'd, he'd get him a couple in a row, we went away from it. We have an issue, and it's an issue that I've identified over the course of this season so far, is that without a true point guard, and I'm not saying go and get a new point guard or anything like that, but with CJ playing the point, and this may, I don't know, if you're a CJ Stan or whatever, you probably should cover your ears. But CJ is not a true point guard. Yes, his assists are up. Yes, he's facilitating a bit more. But he's not. He's a shooting guard. He's played that his whole career. Uh, and yes, okay, stepped in it in spot starts while Dame was out. Cool. I agree. But he's not a true point guard. And um, what we're seeing is a guy who doesn't seem to be able to manage an offense properly or is not experienced enough in that role to do that. And so while we want to play at pace and we want to play fast, CJ meanders up the court, burns 10 to 15 seconds of shot clock, dribbles a million times, and then uh, proceeds to bail it out to someone else. When we go on runs, it's because we move quickly, because we defend hard and because we move the ball. What I saw in tonight was a lackadaisical game management. And when that happens against sides that, that maybe you miss defensive assignments or a player gets on like they did against the Pacers with Miles, uh, Miles Turner, all of a sudden you get beaten. And it's because you don't make the most of your offensive possessions. And that is so frustrating. One of the notes that I had was, go quickly. If... You have a post up on Jonas and he has a small on him. Just feed the ball in. If that pass is denied within two to three seconds, move on 
And if you need to come back and you can repost and get in a better position, swing the ball back. But you do not uh, impede or impact a defense by sitting there, holding the ball above your head, pretending to toss it in or a little bounce pass while burning shot clock. It does not do anything but let guys get set. So test the defense. That's all I ask. Like I think it's, it's pretty straightforward. The same with Zion. Zion gets as much as he wants at the rim. He gets unlimited. If you give it to him and give it to him in positions where he then turns and goes fast. The faster we play, the better we play. So I um, am in a situation where, well, in a, uh, of an opinion, I guess, rather than in a situation of the same situation I've always been in, um, that there needs to be a conversation. There needs to be a conversation with the guys who are playing point guard, and I say that in quotations, as I tend to do on this show that whoever is running the offense does it at a pace. And if it means that CJ goes off ball more, I have no issue with that. You see the second half. Brandon Ingram gets going. Zion gets going. Your two best players win you the game. I think they combined for 29 in the last quarter. They just went ballistic. It was, it was awesome to see. And it was because we had a shooter and a shooting guard in CJ off the ball. He wasn't on. And again, I don't put... Any and all losses on CJ, I don't do that at all because he's he's been very good in in uh, starts as well. But if you know you're not on, you don't need to force it, and that's something that I think we're still learning, we're still figuring out, and there needs to be an accountability from the coaching staff to turn to CJ and say, "Mate, pass the ball, go and stand in the corner and and launch brick threes because we need you out the way because you're doing more harm than good." And again, that's purely in this game. I'm not besmirching his career. I'm not uh, not condemning him to a life of sixth mandom or anything like that. I think he has a place in this team, and I think he's been very good uh, in, at different times. But I thought in this game he was off. So with that being said, we'll go to the quarter by quarter. First quarter, 22 to 22. They actually leapt out to about a 12-point lead. We managed to fight it back um, when Jose came on. Brandon Ingram found himself in foul trouble early. Uh, Jose stepped in and really took control of the offense and ran it like a point guard, which was fantastic to see and what, what we need. Uh, second quarter, 30 to 28, up by two at the half. It didn't feel like we were up by two. It, it, honestly, it felt like we were dragging ourselves through mud. And I was hoping we could have pulled away and given the guys a rest towards the end. Alas, that did not happen. Third quarter, they jumped us, 32 to 27. Uh, behind DeRozan just going absolutely ballistic. He was he was unreal. Brandon Ingram got himself to uh, to four fouls and, and we were sitting there going, what is happening here? The starters had done absolutely nothing. And then we hit the last quarter. And in the post game, Zion said to Brandon, he said, let's go, let's go and win this. And they nodded to one another and took control of the game, 36 to 29, and, and gave us that four-point win. Uh, Herb Jones sealing it with a couple of, uh, delish free throws down the down the line. He was really good um, as well in that second half, and uh, as always, defended the living daylights out of it. I don't. I'll, actually, we'll get to Herb Jones in a minute. I'm going to talk about him uh, when we get to the box score. But um, yeah, all in all, good result. Bank the win takes us to six and five on the season. Over at the box score, Brandon Ingram, 33 minutes, 22 points, nine rebounds, three assists, one steal, eight of 14. Uh, and unreal in the last quarter. He was absolutely unstoppable. 
Zion played 30 minutes, 19 points, 5 rebounds, 6 of 11, uh, 7 of 8 free, uh, free throw attempts, and he, he was great. And Jonas was playing, what the, uh, Antonio Daniels called it the wedge play, which is what you, you get him down on the block and let him go to work. It's a Tim Duncan uh Play and he was he was punishing him. Twenty one points, thirteen rebounds, three assists, eight of thirteen, um, five of six from the free throw line. And honestly, it is helpful to have a center that can shoot. It really is. Uh, CJ McCollum, thirty four minutes, seven points, four rebounds, three assists, one steal, two blocks, three of thirteen, twenty three percent, zero of five from three. And he started one of nine. Um, and wasn't really until the second half that he hit his other two shots, but it, um, yeah, it was tough to watch. Herb Jones, 27 minutes, 17 points, four rebounds, three assists, three steals, five of nine, seven of eight free throws. And honestly, Herb Jones, and I know I don't go on about him enough on here, but Herb Jones is an absolute jet. There's obviously still chemistry issues as the guys work their way back into rhythm. There was a couple of silly turnovers throughout the journey, but he played an absolute phenomenal game. He gets himself 17 points. While going and getting to the free throw line flat out, he got three steals. He was massive, intercepting everything and still getting rookie calls. They were still hammering him with these touch fouls. Zion gets punched in the head and they're like, oh yeah, cool. Enjoy it. Um, whereas Herb Jones will look at a fellow wrong and, and get uh, get rooked, which I just think is, is bizarre because this is one of your top, defenders in the league and I tweeted it out and I said we might as well abolish the defensive player of the year award because you can't defend it whatever you do Herb Jones didn't jump there was fouls that DeRozan just jumped straight up and into him and I know we got rid of that rule because they bloody well uh, talked about it enough and killed Damian Lillard and Trey Young's game for a year and you know Herb Jones is still getting called for these fouls that are absolutely not fouls that being said I don't blame the rest for any everything. I just think he could get a... You should let the guys play. I think that is what I'm trying to say because I thought the refs are actually uh, very favourable to us tonight and it's probably the bef- best refereeing in favour of us that we've had. Um, off the bench, Jose, 7 points, 3 rebounds, 2 assists, 13 minutes. He needs to play more. I'll say that. I will say that every single episode from now on until he is playing 20 minutes a game, he needs to be playing that. Trey Murphy, 20 minutes, 2 points, 3 rebounds, 1 assist, 0 of 3 field goals, 0 of 3 from 3. So he had 3 field goal attempts. That's it. A 50% 3-point shooter with generational talent, with the gravity of Jupiter, can only get 3 shots. Hmm. Hmm. That's a... Let's see if that makes sense. Anyway, it really doesn't. We need to get him the ball, and we need to get him in positions to be successful because when we get... I'll go back to the team stats after this, but uh, there's a stat that will shock you. Billy Hernan Gomez, 11 minutes, 8 points, 3 rebounds, 4 of 6. Defended like he was in quicksand. Offense, he was okay. A few silly turnovers and stuff. I suppose he's only his second game of the year, and they gave him the opportunity, and... In the box score, it looked okay. There was probably a few things he needs to tighten up, but we'll see if he continues uh, to get minutes as they go along. Devontae Graham, three points, one rebound, two assists, one steal, two blocks, one of two. Honestly, Devontae Graham, he wasn't giving us the uh, scoring output, 
but he still defends for a small bloke. Uh, he he really defends the living daylights out of it. I thought he he played all right. Um, I know all the box, uh, the plus minus, and all that sort of stuff. He's a plus two on the night, but all the advanced stats and the like hammer him. Does he have a place playing in the fourth quarter? Probably not. But um, I thought he was solid. Najee Marshall, again, resurgent year, 22 minutes, 9 points, 5 rebounds. He gets downhill. He does everything you ask. He hit his his three-point attempt. Uh, There was only three made in the whole game for our team, and he hit one of them. So, you know, I'm loving Najee this year. And Jackson Hayes didn't play. Dyson Daniels didn't play, which Dyson Daniels not playing is a travesty. Get him on because we struggled to defend. If only we had a guard who could stay in front of a, a lengthy uh, wing or switch onto a point guard or switch onto a power forward or sometimes guard a center who can jump, who can shoot it a bit. This is the time of year where you put your rookies in because all of a sudden, if they make mistakes now in the first quarter, second quarter, he doesn't play in the second half, whatever, they learn from it. But we got him sitting on the bench. And if we're not going to do that, send him down to Birmingham. Let him go and run the offense down there because he needs the reps because we're going to need him down the stretch. You do not win late in the year if you do not have the depth. You do not have guards who can defend. So, Willie Green, I implore you, do not keep him glued to the bench. Get him in there. He deserves it. Um, so, that stat that I was... um going to talk about before that I talked about. Uh, we were 15% from three, nine of nine, uh, three of 19. Disgusting. Uh, you, you can't have that. You just absolutely cannot utterly find that acceptable that we hit three, three pointers for a whole game. It's just absolutely woeful. You managed to win, but geez, I don't know how. Um, with, with those stats. And I mean, the free throws probably helped. We had 36 attempt, hit 28 of them. They had 18, hit 16, uh, 16 of them. So, you know, that's the, uh, that's the way it goes. Like I said, they were, they were pretty liberal with the, uh, the old whistle and we didn't mind. Our assists, 20. Down, way down. Get them up. We play better when we pass the ball. But apparently, we don't like doing that in this one. But we still won. So again, negative but positive. Room to improve. And if you can win ugly and you can win by not doing the things you're told to do, well, you know, imagine if you did do what you were told to do. But, um, yeah, so that's all part of it. So, all in all, actually, we'll go to a break and then I'll come back and we'll we'll wrap up and, and preview the next game. So, stay, stay tuned uh, uh, for this break and then after that, We'll um, break down a couple of extra things that I thought were important to talk about, and uh, then we'll wrap up. So I'll be back in a minute. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. 
Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Okay, listeners, it's time to talk a little fantasy hoops. Do you remember who led you to Tyrese Halliburton, DeJounte Murray, Terry Rozier, and Mikhail Bridges before any other rank list? That's right, it was the Brewski 150, and you probably turned those huge wins into some cash, didn't you? Great. Well, the Brewski 150 is now available to all Fantasy Monthly members, including the extremely affordable Fantasy Pass at just $5.99 a month. Head to sportsethos.com to upgrade to a Fantasy Pass now and dominate your drafts. Okay, welcome back to the Sports Ethos New Orleans Pelicans podcast. Lyle here. The Pelicans defeat the Chicago Bulls 115-111 to to in the homestand. Sweet, sweet success. We uh, we like to see that. Um, I don't feel... Also, I don't feel so bad about uh, losing to the Jazz now in overtime because I've won 10 games. Uh, they're completely unstoppable at the moment behind Laurie the Finn... Finnish monster, um, or the finisher, isn't that a better name? Uh, Markinen, he's been great. But um, honestly, this was a game that you'll you look back later on in the season, well, I hope, and see it as a real learning game. I think it was one where Willie Green threw whatever he had at the wall to see what would stick. Can we do that in a lot of games? No. And will we get away with it in every game? Absolutely not. I think he loves his veterans. I think he will play his veterans to death. We saw that last year, and it won't be until December where he starts trusting his team. Uh, I don't agree with that, but I'm not the coach. Uh, It is something that I think we need to think about sooner rather than later to get the reps into Dyson. There's no point having an eighth pick uh, if you're not going to play him, especially when you see a whole heap of his... uh, uh, classmates who have all been drafted actually playing. I think he has a place on this team. I think he's proven it. Uh, and I think he, he's outplayed guys uh, day in, day out. So we'll see what happens there as to whether they decide to play him. I don't know. I want him to play, please, Willie Green. I implore you. Um, one other thing before we wrap up. Uh, the Birmingham Squadron has kicked off its season so if you haven't been watching them, they're on YouTube, actually. Um, each game is live-streamed on YouTube. Uh, it uh, is honestly really good. I can watch it all over. 
Um, they fell short against the Lakeland Magic in Game 1, but I think the next game is tomorrow, so make sure you check that out. Um, and by tomorrow, it is like today uh, for you guys listening in. So make sure you check that out. It's on the G League uh, website. You can watch it um, if you don't if you're not in the Birmingham area. But uh, it they look really good. Daron Sebron is quick as so our two way player. Uh, he looks fantastic. He is very 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 quick, and um, that's something that well I mean I'm. I'm stoked to see. Uh, guys like uh, John Petty down there were playing well. Uh, Daquan Plowden was awesome in the last quarter against them, but they fell short. And, I mean, there's, there's definitely some takeaways that we can get from having that team there. And uh, and I think there's going to be some good opportunity for um, for Dyson to go down there and run that. Kyra Lewis also has been announced that he's back on 5-on-5. Five so that's great. And then he'll be heading to the squadron to get some reps, which, I mean, a backcourt of, of Sebron and, and Kyra Lewis Jr., I mean, good luck. They're quick. So, like I said, next game is against the Rio Grande Valley Vipers at 7.30 p.m. local time. Uh, that is on the 11th of November. So check it out. Followed by a back-to-back Texas against the Texas Legends. So uh, on the on the Saturday. So if you're around in the area, go and check them out because they are our... Uh, affiliate team and uh, they've got some got some good stuff going on down there so looking forward to continue to watch them and as always we'll keep talking about them on here so back to the pelicans all in all a victory is a victory we take it we laugh we love we live uh, we move on and we take on the portland trailblazers uh, they'll fly straight in we'll fly straight in and we'll have to take them on uh, dame lillard will be well, he's back um, from his calf injury. He couldn't have waited another week. Although I don't think my fantasy teams would have survived if he didn't come back. So, you know, win some, you lose some. Uh, it's going to be a tough game. They like to shoot the three. Josh Hart hit a game winner the other day. They've had a, two game winners in two games. Uh, so it's, it's going to be a situation that you can't let them get out and run. You can't let them... Um, shoot, uh, shoot you out of the game early. They shoot a lot of threes. We... Clearly don't. So that's going to be a, an emphasis is chasing them off the three-point line and uh, really defending in, inside when you do funnel them uh, into the paint. So that's going to be it's going to be interesting. Herb Jones is going to have a big uh, big job ahead of him. Hopefully Dyson gets a run, but we'll see. So I think we'll leave it at that. Um, all in all, we take the win. We're six and five. Hopefully seven and five tomorrow. So I will speak to you after the game. So, as always, this has been the Sports Ethos New Orleans Pelicans podcast. I am your host, Lyle Swithenbank, at Ethos Pelicans, at Lyle Swithenbank on Twitter. If you've got time, go and check out the Australian Podcast Awards. Dominate us, because it would be really cool to actually win something. Um, and we love you all for doing it. Uh, so, anyway, I will chat to you later on. Stay safe. And, of course, bye for now. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. 
Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.